Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. We're going to try to run it back, and we're going to run through our poll question this morning because I know many of you are waiting to go to answer it. We'll get Key and Jay's thoughts, and then the fellas and the ladies, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Goodyear Hotline, 10 minutes away from Ty Law, who had some epic battles with Key in the AFC East, and coming up in 30 minutes, the Hall of Famer, the great Ronnie Lott, and I think the first thing we're going to ask him is, you know, you played with Montana, Montana, Brady, the whole thing. That's on the way in 30 minutes with the Hall of Famer, Ronnie Lott. All right, so fellas, the question this morning on the, the Twitter poll, essentially what's more impressive, Brady, two Super Bowl championships in his 40s, which obviously he would accomplish with a win on Sunday, or Patrick Mahomes, two at the age of 25, which he will accomplish with the victory himself on Sunday, most of our analysts that have been on the show, fellas, this morning have all sided with Brady. It's much harder to do it at that age, much more impressive. That's just their opinion. Want to hear from you? 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Brady or Mahomes? Well, I think it, it, it's, it's our opinion, right? And, and, but a lot of the guys that we talk to, especially athletes, we realize what it was when we were young and how much harder it is as you get older. Young, you just playing right you're just running around you're doing your deal and you're winning games and maybe a Super Bowl or two here or there but when you get older it's harder to get out of bed it's harder that you've accomplished so much it's harder to stay focused in and quite frankly you're not the same player that you were when you were younger so it's certainly harder I'm I'm rolling with Brady and I've seen them all play I've seen Mahomes and Brady and Montana and Elway and all the old heads I've seen them play but this is this is Special if you could do it at the age that he's at. I always have a difficult time getting out of bed after like a really hard workout, right? The body just doesn't respond as quickly as it used to be. So I, I, I'm on the side with Key here about Tom Brady, but I also want to take a second, just the clip that Patrick Mahomes is winning at. I mean, to go from MVP to Super Bowl champion to now being back in the Super Bowl and we're not sitting here talking about how great the Kansas City defense is every single year. You know, one of the things we have talked about for Tom Brady, you know, over the 20 years he's been in the NFL, I think his defense in terms of points per game has only been outside of the top 10 three times. Three times. Let me, give, let me help you put this in perspective. Aaron Rodgers, his defense has only been in the top 10 three times his entire career. So having a great defense does factor into this when you're winning Super Bowls. But the way Kansas City is winning at the clip they're winning, Zubin, it's based on the arm and the scheme of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Like, that has to factor into this to some degree. I just want to give my appreciation for how they're doing it. No doubt about it. Some great perspective. There's some great numbers there from Jay. All right, so let's see what the fellas have to say again. We're full on the phone lines. And again, just give us your age when you call in because we've sort of discovered that the younger you are, the more pro Mahomes you are. He's been in your worldview and the older you are, the more of Brady you may have seen. But also what I've, what I've looked at when I've, as I look at our board, region-wise, region too, is heavy Mahomes in certain situations. That's right. We've got some callers here in the Midwest. We've got the Mid-Atlantic states. We've got the South. I believe this is Washington, D.C. So we're all over the place. Derek in North Carolina, you're on ESPN Radio. How old are you? And then Brady old or Mahomes young? What's more impressive? I'm 28 years old. First, I got to give a shout out, Jay Will. Them 10 points against Maryland back in 2001, impressive. Respect, man. Um, Thank you. Yeah, always, Keyshawn. You had 1,200 yards that same year, my man. So that's impressive as well. Appreciate. Um, it. I'd like I'd like to say, uh, you know, Brady, what Brady's doing, 
going to his second team. We saw Joe Montana go to the Chiefs um, after they ran him up out of San Francisco, and he couldn't get it done, but the talent wasn't quite there. Um, what, what Brady does have is talent, so that is impressive for him to do it at his age. But, you know, I think this is key for Mahomes only because if we shift gears just for a second, you know, what the Golden State Warriors did, you know, how they peaked, they hit it and ran it back um, or tried to, and LeBron put him down. But it's key because this core group of guys, they need this to keep the, the gears moving instead of going back to the dry erase board and trying to fix that. Um, so I would say for Mahomes right now, if they can get this second win, it's more imperative. Um, but Brady, obviously, you can't count out the GOAT. Um, I counted him out last weekend against Green Bay. He threw three interceptions, and he still got a win. No doubt. Um, so... Yeah, no, good stuff, Derek. Hey, Jay, real quick, I know you're kind of humble about this, but for people that didn't catch this, for a lot of the college basketball fans, I caught it. Um, 30 seconds if you can, just for our listeners. You guys are down 10 points to Maryland with like a minute to go, right? It was 20 years ago. It was one of the great comebacks we've seen in college basketball in the last 25 years. Yeah, it just happened a couple of days ago, 20-year reunion of it. Uh, 50 seconds, actually, which is incredible. Down 10, scored a quick layup. Drew Nicholas brought the ball to the corner. Zubin raked at it. Ball popped up off his knee. Shot a three. Put him on the free throw line. He misses two free throws. Come down. Make another three. Put him back on the free throw line. He misses. Come down. We get a shot. Nate James gets a tip in. We end up sending the game into overtime and winning it in overtime. How about that recall, Key? Yeah, well, you know your great moments for sure. The, the dude mean, that was at the line and everything. No, Drew Nicholas was a great I player. Mean, Drew Nicholas you talk was a great player. But yeah. you, you're also talking to Jay Wheel. I mean, you know, he's got a memory like an but, elephant. He knows everything but, that goes on in his career, as he should. But, Key, I wanted to give you respect. You know, we were offline. We were talking about the play calls, and you were asking me, hey, Jay, you know, what's a typical play in basketball? And I was like, oh, okay, like, hawk four down, right? One of the many sets we will have. It, it's interesting. When I hear football, it continues to enamor me a little bit because the, like, the way I can recall plays and no sets and defensive schemes is one thing in basketball, but the amount, the volume of play calling, that you guys have in football, granted, I, I think I could probably catch on if I had done it since birth, but it seems overwhelming to me. It's not like easy recognition play call. Like It seems like there are 30 plays that are being called for one scheme. I don't understand it. It, it depends on the system that you're in. It is like foreign language, and some coaches try and make it harder for whatever reason or make people believe that it's harder for whatever reasons. They want it to be long and lengthy instead of like just nice and simple. Coach Gruden has some lengthy stuff that's long and things run together. He, he has one of those big Jerry Deli menu type things with everything on it. Sometimes I think it even confuses those coaches that do that. You keep it nice and simple and sweet. I remember, I remember one time Coach Parcells told uh, the offensive staff, they had all these plays and stuff. He went off and told them to pare it down. All he wants is X amount of plays in this particular area, X amount of plays in that particular area. Don't be having no big full menu full of stuff because they never get to it. They asked Cam Newton once when he was at Auburn, and we'll get to Demetrius in Iowa. I'm kind of almost scared to go back to the phone line in Iowa, but we'll give it a shot here. <laughs> um, they asked Cam Newton sometime when he was in college at Auburn and just bawling out of control. They said when he got to the Panthers, he's like, what did you call that play in college? He's like, purple. Yes. Like hmm. one word. He said like Simple. one word. We called it purple. We, we know what to do. All you And that was the good thing of being under Todd Haley, uh, Sean Payton to a degree, uh, Charlie Weiss and just Dan Henning. It was all simple, man. It wasn't all long and wordy. It was just simple. Here's what we're going to do. This, and you knew based on the formation, 
in the actual play that was called what everybody was supposed to do. Some systems tag every individual skill position player, and it doesn't need to be that way, but everybody's systems are different. Here comes the trepidation. Demetrius in Iowa, you're on ESPN Radio. Brady, more impressive, two after 40, or Mahomes, two at the ripe old age of 25? How old are you, first okay, of all? I'm How say, old are you, Demetrius? I'm going to say this is about, I'm 49 years old. Oh, good. Okay, finally, an older caller. We haven't had an older caller. Region. Re- yeah, it's true. He's and, in the Midwest. And, and everybody from Iowa is not like Josh, all right? Let's, let's put that out there. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. I'm going to go with football IQ with, against football talent, young talent. All right, because we know, we know uh, Brady's unseen it all. Okay, so when he gets behind that line, he sees the defense, he knows what's going to happen. Well, Mahomes doesn't have all this game experience like Brady has. Mahomes is doing things that's never been done before at the age of 25. So I'm going to go with Mahomes because what he's doing, he's, he's rewriting the record books. He re, he's, he's changing the game of football, just like Curry did with Golden State with the threes. He's the, he's the Steph Curry of, of the NFL. And I think that what he's doing right now, and if he can maintain – what he's doing for the next, I say, three years, he's gonna he, he, he's gonna do some things that's never been done by a quarterback. Brady, I res- I'm 49 years old, so I definitely respect what Brady's doing, and he and he he's he's doing it at a at a decent level. But what Mahomes is doing at a young age, it's hard with these young kids to, to listen and pay attention and stay focused. Brady's doing something because he he kept his body together, his mind is clear, he understands what he's trying to accomplish. Young guys. You know, it's hard. I got two kids uh, uh, older than 25 years old. It's hard to talk to them guys. It's hard to get them to listen to me. So I know what my home's doing right now is something special. That's an interesting point. We haven't heard thus far, right? He is making it happen and doing it in an age where everything is still seemingly new to him and he's adapting incredibly well. But he's a folk. First of all, he's a focused young man. Secondly, he's got Eric Bieniemy. And he's got Andy Reid, a quarterback guru specialist that can that has tutored him into becoming a professional. And I understand exactly what Demetrius is saying about the lack of focus and not paying attention and doing some of those things. But he is a professional at his craft. When you see 25-year-old, 23, 24, 26-year-old quarterbacks that don't get in the league, they don't last very long. They're out. They're gone. They're not a part of the NFL anymore. And but clearly Patrick Mahomes understands that and he's gotten it. That's why he's in his second Super Bowl. Could yeah, potentially have been his third if it wasn't for a foot I or mean, a hand. D Ford, yes. <laughs> hey, think about it. You're right. The average NFL career is about three point four years. So the fact that Patrick Mahomes is basically a four year player and he's done all of this when your average guy is already out of the league at this point. Anything but average, our next guest when matched up against Key. One thing we should mention, I think Jeff Saturday mentioned this morning, it, it sounds funny. Brady actually does look younger at 45 than he did at 25. It's just, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. Speaking of amazing, some great AFC East battles over the years with Key with the Jets and our next guest, Ty Law, who, of course, played for the Patriots, also played for the Chiefs, so he's got a little bit of a vested interest in what's going to happen this Sunday. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jam you guys at the line of scrimmage. I'm not sure if you're allowed to do that anymore, but Ty, good morning. Welcome to the program. We want to mention we dug out the stats. Key against you. Bottom line. Uh, against you, five touchdowns caught from five different quarterbacks, spreading the wealth. You want to return fire here? Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> right. Say right. what? 
No, they what? No, 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 no. They, 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 they look, Ty. It always, you know, when you the main guy on the defensive side of the ball, you gonna get the credit, yeah. right? You go, yeah. they gonna give you the credit, even though it was against other right. dudes like at times. But the quarterback, so you know, in in, in nine games yeah. against when I was with the Jets, in eight games, I think I had they said I got like fifty forty nine catches, seven hundred thirty one yards, and five touchdowns, and I'm like, but all that wasn't against Ty. It was some against Ty, right. some against Steve Israel to yeah, Bucky Jones. Yeah, we, we, I mean, we you gotta, that. you gotta, right. you know, Hitchcock, Jimmy Hitchcock. You gotta share it across the board. But it was fun for sure playing against Ty. Man, it, it was one of those deals where, you know, we we have mutual respect. I was sharing with the guys that at once upon a time the New England fan base as well as the media got so mad at Ty because he helped me up off the ground that they just was they were. Mad as hell at Ty for doing that. It became yeah. a whole story. You remember that, man? Yeah, yeah, I, I remember. I mean, especially it didn't in my locker room. I had Willie McGinnis in my ear talking about USC. It was always that respect, that competition going in, and then people didn't understand how cool we were because. Do you remember the time in the media when you was in there asking the questions? Back then, we didn't have all this Zoom and all this kind of stuff like that. So. It was a question being asked, what do you think about Keyshawn? Keyshawn can do this to you. He done this. And I'm sitting there like, who in the hell is asking me these crazy <laughs> questions? And it was Keyshawn the whole time in there in the media room. <laughs> you know, trying to push those buttons, man. So I said, you got, you got me good on that one, man. No, it, 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 I was telling them about that as well. No, it was fun being able to do that. And it's always a big respect, much respect all day long. Let me ask you, Ty, Tom Brady, a former teammate of yours, you played 14 years in the National Football League, terrific time is oh, in hold his Hold on, tweet. Key. Before you keep going, before you keep uh, going, Key, would y'all please put that down? Because I ain't never gave nobody in my life four and five receptions what? against Ty Law. I know this is Keyshawn's show. Jay Will, you know me. I, hey, goddamn, I, I wouldn't Ty, have one of these if hey, I said that. Hey, Ty, that's hey, how look, they set you up. That's how they try to set you up, Ty. Ty, that's how they try to set you up now. I know. I'm trying I, would, to tell you. I wouldn't have that right there. 45 catches. I wouldn't have that. Hey, look, Todd. That's what they did. To, hey, they did the same thing. The production team did the same thing to see Woody when he was on here. I'm like, it's not against him. It's the scheme. It's the, you know, we we had our battles, but it's not all against Todd. Todd, you know, got me now. Todd, right. you know what's going to happen. As soon as you get off, he'll be like, yeah, you know, I, I gave him some touchdowns. Though. I got. No, Ty already know we put in work. Ty had his oh, yeah, battles. No, I had mine. We, we got down. We got down. It was it, Ty, Ty is one something. of Ty is yeah. probably one of the top three to four dudes in my entire career I faced that I said, you know what? That dude right there is going to Hall of Fame. The rest of them mm-hmm. dudes, some of them other dudes that get that hype, but come on, man, stop. Stop. This was, we played when it was real football. I tell them at the Pro Bowl Absolutely. when we shared the Pro Bowl MVP, that's when the Pro Bowl was real. Right. That's when we was out there hitting and tackling. It was not flag football. But let me get, let me get back to my exactly. original Go original ahead. question, Ty. So Brady played. Mm-hmm. You played fourteen seasons. Brady in his twenty first season, ten Super Bowls. Like when is he gonna stop? Like when is he gonna slow down? You know what? If he keeps having weapons around him and you give you protect him, he's gonna keep on playing because he puts that much into his body into his craft. And right now, people need to realize that Brady, he's not playing on with any pressure whatsoever. Anything he do is just going to add on to his legacy. If he goes into this game, and I know he's going to 
try to win the football game. But if he loses, guess what? He's still going down as the greatest who ever did it. I mean, I know there's all this Patrick Mahomes talk, but I think it's a little bit premature, even though he is having a lot of early success. But to catch Brady right now, I mean, it's all talk. I mean, I mean, you might as well drop the mic because he can lead the game right now. He's going down as not only the greatest quarterback, but probably the greatest football player of all time. Ty, he's not going to slow down until he wants to, to be honest with you, Key. I'm telling you, I mean, he, he can play until he's 45, easy. Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy at that, at that age, he can still do it at that high level. Um, Ty, what, how would you defend Tom's, Tom Brady's offense? I mean, the, the thing you got to do, like for any quarterback, to me, in my opinion, is you got to put pressure on him. If you give him time and he's, he's always been a quarterback, he's not going to rely on just his guy. You know, it might be uh, Gronk one game, uh, Randy the next game. If you're getting double, he'll come back and say, look, you ain't getting the ball today. He's going to go to the open guy. Most quarterbacks, they feel the pressure from the receivers on the other end because especially like a guy like Keyshawn, throw me the damn ball. He's going to get that pressure. Tom don't give a damn <laughs> because he say, look, you ain't open today. So that's one thing that I always respected about Tom. He's never had a bunch of pro bowl receivers and all pros. He's there made everyone better. And going down there now that he has a plethora of pro bowl talent on the outside, as long as you protect him, he's going to keep continuing to play well and he's going to win. But he can't move the same, but he was never a runner. He was never a scrambler. So protection is the key for Tom because he's always going to keep himself in shape. And if you leave weapons around him, he's going to play for him as long as he wants to. Check this out, Ty. So Danny Amendola has some comments about Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. He basically said that it's all Tom, the Patriot way, and really the coaching staff and the players like yourself and Willie McGinnis and some other guys just kind of – he didn't name the names. I'm paraphrasing, so to speak that basically Tom was the reason that the Patriots were winning those Super Bowls. What do you think about that? First of all, you know, with all due respect to Dan, Danny Amendola, he don't know about the Patriot way because we started. You just got there. Huh? You just got in and just get on the train, sit back, and this is what we started and how we do it. So uh, Danny Am- Am- Amendola don't know what the hell he talking about when it comes to the Patriot way. Like I said in my Hall of Fame speech, we started it, Willie McGinnis, Teddy Bruschi, myself, defensively, Tom even had to learn how we did things. You know what I mean? And as a leader, he grew, and it just kind of stuck. So it wasn't it wasn't Belichick, the front office. It wasn't Tom Brady. It was guys in the locker room who preceded uh, Tom Brady. And I will say Willie was one of the main guys. He was like that enforcer people looked up to. He respected. He was a team captain, and it's just the way we did things. So uh, – you know, it just carried on. So I, I, I think they're both responsible for having a success. You can talk about, you can't talk about Bill Belichick without Tom Brady. And I think vice versa, you, no matter what Tom does down here in Tampa, he's still always going to be looked at as a Patriot. He's been there for 20 years. You know what I mean? So the Patriot way is there to stay. Even when Bill gone, hopefully it's somebody there that uh, played and knows how we did things and the culture that we created. And it's still going to be there forever, hopefully. Hey, last thing for you. Key's always mentioning his favorite tequila, but I know you've got another hard liquor drink of choice. You got a little vodka situation. Mm-hmm. Tell tell everybody. It's a little early, but for a little day drinking. <laughs> but but go ahead. Yeah. Well, if you're going to drink early, I would say 
do the cucumber. Second, you know, it's my personal favorite called the pick, 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 uh, pick six. But anyway, uh, you know, I'm in the spirits industry now. I, I'm a, a partner in V1 Vodka. We are the official vodka of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Um, it's the cleanest uh, vodka in the world by far. The only one in the world with 100% spelt. And I think that's going to separate us from the rest of the vodkas out there. I can't wait for everybody to try. So check it out. Uh, V1 Vodka. You do Go understand. to IG and V1Vodka.com. And I got to say one thing, Keith, before we go about the uh, Pro Bowl. You know, when we got MVP and we shared it. Yes. We didn't even get us a car, man. Everybody, I, we, man, we supposed to split us a damn car, I, too, I man. I told him. I said we I, I split the car right down the middle. But, you know, I don't think they were giving lying. it away at that point in time, especially <laughs> the two guys like us. I know, but they had a car sponsor every year before. We get the MVP. No car sponsor. Then every year after, it was a car sponsor. I mean, it was a conspiracy going conspiracy. on. They didn't like us, Keith. Nah, conspiracy. <laughs> but look, man, check this out, though. We need, I'm not paying for the vodka. You do understand that, right? I'm not oh, no, buying. No, you ain't paying for no vodka. Okay. Jay right. Will, you ain't paying. I'm going to send you some. So yes. when we get off, send me your address. I'll send you guys some out there, man. I promise it's the best vodka you ever taste. And I had 30 taste tests so far and have not lost one. Well, Not one. So I'm, I'm standing by my product. Okay. Good, good yeah. stuff. <laughs> That's a good winning percentage. Last thing we right. should say, if you were watching on television, I know the majority of you are listening on the radio. Uh, we did have, we did have Ty bring out his Hall of Fame bust, just with safety first with the mask over the bust. And we should mention <laughs> this weekend, we'll find out the latest group that'll be joining Ty uh, one day in Canton later this summer. The most exclusive group in all of football, and Ty's a member of it. Thanks for joining us today. All right, big boy. Congrats, Ty. All right, thanks for having me, man. All right, y'all take it easy. Okay, right, guys. And we'll take it on the rocks. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. On the way, he played with Joe Montana. And we'll ask him about the comparison between Joe and the guy that looked up to Joe as his boyhood idol. Ronnie Lott on Montana versus Brady. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Good morning, I'm Zubin Mahenti here with your Sports Center update. The Hall of Famer Ronnie Lott is one minute away. Another 
cringeworthy story from Major League Baseball, the Angels pitching coach, Mickey Calloway, formerly the Indians pitching coach, and in between that time, the Mets manager for two seasons, being accused of sending unsolicited messages and photographs, among other inappropriate and harassing behavior. This is according to five women who work in the sports media and told this to The Athletic. Calloway did have a statement that he put out that said that he is aware of the, quote, general allegations, but he doesn't want to rush to respond. He wants to wait for a specific opportunity to do so. I guess that's his right. We should mention that Mickey Calloway is married. The Chiefs have placed wide receiver Demarcus Robinson and their backup center Daniel Kilgore on the reserve COVID-19 list. That doesn't mean they can't play in Super Bowl 55 on Sunday, but it does mean they're going to have to go through five days of negative testing. Not a huge deal because, remember, every player on both teams is being tested every single day, and we had Dan Graziano, our NFL insider, tell us this morning this game is all systems go. Doesn't matter if it's Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady. Anybody that tests positive is going to be likely out for the game. And this morning and every morning this month, weekday morning, we'll be honoring one moment from black history. And in this case, it's a 1984 Georgetown's John Thompson, the late great John Thompson winning the championship, the first black coach to lead a team to the national title. When Hoya paranoia took over America and they knocked out the Houston Cougars, you may recall John Thompson passed away at the age of 78 back in August. His son, John Thompson III, followed in his footsteps as a coach, including at both Princeton, where he played, and at Georgetown. Sports Center presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $750 on average. Right back to the Goodyear Hotline in just moments where we're going to talk to Ronnie Lott, the four-time Super Bowl champion. Key, this is a good opportunity to mention this, and we'll mention it with Ronnie when he joins us here in just one moment. Of course, part of that great 49er run with Joe Montana and all of those folks. And Ronnie joins us this morning on the Goodyear Hotline. Quickly, your association here with Ronnie. You told me off the air, the guy's a mentor, a brother. is like a family member too. Oh, yeah. No, it's just like a, a, a big brother. Um, I've been knowing Ronnie since I was like seven years old. Um, so that goes way, way, way back, right? I mean, he was still at USC at the time that I met him, and, and the relationship has just been just forever. Then his son, Ryan Neese, is like one of my brothers as well, who played with me in Tampa, who went to UCLA. I'll never forgive him for that, but that's okay. <laughs> yes, those traditions never die. And, Ronnie, I know you and Key will get a chance to reunite here in a moment. When you kind of talk about, though, coming together, you two coming together. It's the convergence, the coming together of Brady and Montana. And I guess I'm not, I guess I'm not the first guy to probably ask you this question. Uh, but with everything happening and history swirling and Brady's childhood affection for Montana growing up in Northern California, in San Mateo, in the audience for the catch when it happened, how do you, knowing Joe so well, size up the ever-great debate, Tom Brady versus Joe Montana? Well, it, it, it's hard to size it up now when you think about what Tom has done. Um, and the reason why it's hard is this, that um, he's done just more of it. And I think when you think about more of it, more of it is around really uh, a commitment to your craft, a commitment to trying to find ways to make others better. And that's really Joe Montana. I mean, when Joe played and when he played at Notre Dame and when he did what he was able to do at Notre Dame, there were a lot of people that didn't believe in Joe. 
And there were a lot of people that didn't think that he could be what he was. And I think when you when he came out, he goes to the 49ers. Uh, he didn't start right away. He uh, it, it took him, you know, two years. They get him in there. And then once he was in, you know, and I tell people this, because I had a chance to compete against him when he was at Notre Dame. Um, but the, the things I remember about competing against him was, you know, we were down. I mean, we were up, you know, we were up 21 nothing, and um, really blowing him out. He brought him back and took the lead. And the ball didn't hit the ground the second half of the half, the second half of the uh, of, of the game. And the secondary consisted of Jeff Fisher, Joey Browner, Dennis Smith, and myself. And I just remember that day realizing that maybe, <laughs> just maybe, there is something that uh, is unique about this guy. And 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 it was. And he, and then I had you know had the chance to go play with them. And and when you play with somebody like that, you realize that. This guy not only was special, but he's a person who understands how to make others better. I mean, he he made others better. I mean, the the fact is that when Steve Young came, you know, one of the challenges for Steve was he had to beat Joe. He had to beat him, and it was going to be impossible to beat him, and and. And so one of the reasons that he went to Kansas City was that they had to let him go because there was no way that he was going to beat him because that's how Joe in his in his his temperament was that hey man I'm not going I'm not surrendering to anybody and mm-hmm. and, and and that's Tom Brady I'm not surrendering to anyone I'm going to go out and I'm going to be a champion and I want to finish this thing the right way and I'm going to finish my career the right way and um and he's done it he's done it and you know kudos to you know arians and 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 that whole organization down there to go get him kudos to them to not only get him but then to go get other guys that could uh that could help him and so it's been to me it's been one of those years i i I'm still a big Johnny United's fan because I think Johnny U was one of those guys that was just a phenomenal quarterback. But again, when you look at, you know, when you look at Brady and you look at Joe, um, and you especially look at, you know, Brady and what he's done, you got to, you know, you got to tip your hat because he's done it, you know, so many times. And to think of you, the think of, being in your tenth, I guess, tenth Super Bowl, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. Pops, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm. <laughs> I was laughing because I'm like sitting there, and they said, <laughs> "I was like, yeah, he was seven. <laughs> yeah, I, it's been a it's been a long, long time. Uh, Ronnie, I actually talked to Ryan not long ago, so I'm gonna make sure I get get what I need to get done for you guys. Let me ask you this though: you played. 14 seasons, four Super Bowls, played many positions in the secondary, a force on the field. 14 years is a long time. But Tom has played 21. 
Can you explain that longevity? Like, how does that happen? Well, you know, it's it's funny because when I talk to Joe about that, hey, man, look, it's a different game. Um, if you blow on if you blow on Tom, there's a flag, and and not to say that he doesn't you know have his moments where he gets he gets hit pretty hard, but hey, man, with LT and some of the guys that Joe was playing against, and they could hit you the way that they could hit you, and and they could drive you into the ground the way that they could drive you into the ground. I think some of it is the fact for him that, you know, the the game has changed in that position and how they protect the quarterback. And, and, and you know, it's key. There was a time when the league said, we got to do something because, man, we're losing a lot of guys. We're losing a lot of guys, and they're not playing, and the reason they're not playing is that the defense decided that, hey, man, we know what to do. We know how – to be aggressive, we know how to take these guys out. And it was, you know, a point where you could take them out and you could, you know, punish them. And so I think the game, you know, these last, you know, seven, eight, ten years, uh, the game has changed. And I think it's allowed Brady to be able to have the health that you need and being able not to take the punishment. And so – um I think that's helped him to have a longer, you know, career. But you got to also say, man, what he's done, you know, these last five years, especially this year, just watching him throw the ball, the poise, the, um, man, just the the fact that he can uh, get the ball to where he needs to get the ball. Uh, Now, there are moments where, for me, when I'm watching the game, where when somebody does pressure him, um, he does have a tendency to, you know, to hurry the ball a little bit. But um, when he is being Brady and when he's in the pocket and he's able to stand tall, uh, he still stands tall like he did at Michigan. And, Ronnie, last thing for you. There's not too many people that are walking around with more Super Bowl rings with you, but I, I believe Charles Haley is actually one of those people. Tell us a little bit about the important event you're doing with him coming up this Friday. Yeah, the important event is the fact that Charles has been a person over the years. Um, you know, he went to James Madison, comes out, comes to the 49ers, um, an incredible football player. Obviously, he's a Hall of Famer. But the thing that people don't really know is that he's bipolar. And, and, and what he's been able to try to do is, 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 is you think about life, to play with that kind of, you know, issue in your life and to play knowing that there are things that you have to be able to overcome. Uh, the reason that... I wanted to team up with him is that he's overcome a lot. And not only has he overcome a lot, but he's realized that today there are so many young people, so many young people, especially with this, um, you know, virus that's going on that are having issues, having challenges. And what Charles is trying to do is let people know and let 
everyone know that, hey, we we need to make sure that we don't lose sight of the fact that there are a lot of young people, a lot of kids that are dealing with these types of issues, especially given what they're going through right now. You can't play. You can't do certain things. And so what Charles wanted to make sure is that I want to be I want to be a, a person who can be a, a, a an advocate to help all people deal with mental health. And he's done that. He continues to do that. He's done that for the 49ers. He's come and he's talked to, you know, a lot of the young people there. He's done that with the uh, Dallas Cowboys. And, 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 you know, when we started talking about it, he's like, hey, do you think that you want to, you know, that you could help me and be a part of it? I was like, of course. That's When I first met him, that was the thing that I loved about him is that not only was he uh, a person who had moments where he could explode, but he also was a person who had the sensitivity to understand that, hey, man, I, I, I got to deal with this. And I got to not only deal with this, but I got to make others better. And I got to find ways to make others better. So this is about us being able to get together and, and, and letting people know that there are a lot of young people dealing with mental illness and Charles has uh, got the folks from UCSF to be a part of this. Um, we were able to also um, get Cisco, who Cisco said, hey, look, we're in. And so all of a sudden, you know, you got two great organizations working with us, and uh, we're going to be able to talk and just let people know that um, this is the right place to be, and it's the right place to be because – you're going to get a chance to learn and you're going to get a chance to be exposed to understanding not just what it's, what mental illness is all about, but who can help you and who should be around you. And sometimes it might be your parents who don't even really tell you that you've been dealing with some of these issues because they don't want to expose it because they don't want to be embarrassed. So Charles has a unique way of talking about, these subjects that clearly for me, I've had my moments. We all have had our moments. Keith's had his moment. We all have our moments where we lose sight of our temperament. And the reason we lose sight of our temperament is that the pressure, the the competitiveness, the 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 things that we all go through every day puts us in situations where we have to make choices and we just want young people to know that there are there are tools out there there are ways that you can get better and by the way charles knows all of it he's been around it and um, that's what we're going to try to celebrate and that's what we're going to talk about is that um, yes uh, you can live with mental illness Absolutely. Really appreciate the perspective. Well said, well overdue for those of us that didn't treat mental health as seriously as we do today. Ronnie, thank you so much for being here. All right, Ron. We'll talk. All right, man. It's great talking with you, Keith. Be well, man. Okay. That's the great, the legendary Ronnie Lott. On the way, it's Brady's closest confidant on a Sunday in February. But 15 years ago, on a Sunday in January, they were mortal enemies. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Because we got just two minutes left today. Thanks for being with us. Greenies next on many of these ESPN radio stations. First take on ESPN. As you know, Sunday, Tom Brady's looking for Super Bowl number seven. If you watch the game, you'll be looking at him over on the sidelines, conferring with Byron Leftwich. The team's offensive coordinator, they'll try to be great teammates, quote-unquote, on Sunday, one pass and plays to the other. But, fellas, they were anything but teammates. This just, again, goes to show you how old and great Brady is. January 7th, 2006, after the 2005 regular season wildcard round, Byron's Jacksonville Jaguars, Tom's New England Patriots. On that day, Leftwich, 18 for 31 for a buck 79. And he threw one interception. Tom Brady didn't have an amazing day, 15 for 27 for 201. uh, But he did throw three touchdowns. And on that day, New England over Jacksonville, 28-3. Brady over left, which the Pats would then go on to lose to the Broncos in the divisional round of the playoffs. But, Key, there you have it. 15 years ago, he vanquishes Byron Leftwich and the Jags. And now, 15 years later, Byron will look to give him the winning plays when they meet together on the sideline to try to upend the Chiefs in Super Bowl 55 on Sunday. I wonder how much time have they had throughout this year to have conversations about that particular game. Like, you know, just back and forth. Like, man, you did this to me. I did that. If we could have done this, we could have been there. You know, it's just it just goes to show you how time flies. But also what a great player Tom Brady has been throughout his career. From starting then to where he is today is just incredible. But, you know, Key, I also hope that Byron Leftwich gets his flowers, right? I mean, it, yeah. it's, it, to, to play that position, to play at the level he played at now, to be in the position he is, I think speaks volumes about where he's going as a coach. No doubt. Greenies next. George Kittle will join Mike this morning. We'll see you tomorrow.